Percy, is it possible that we can be so consumed with focusing on tomorrows that we may overlook and miss the miracles of today? Wayne, I think our culture is simply driven by the idea of bigger and better tomorrows, which basically can cancel our ability to see and enjoy the simple miracles we have today. Mm -hmm. And this can be pivotal for cancer patients who may have the proverbial clock of their future ticking. Hmm. So let's unpack this school of thought in a greater way and some more detail. All right. Don't miss this discussion to come as Pastor P will help us understand the power of embracing the miracle of our daily moments. The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. You are listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration, a weekly podcast. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Pastor Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We have some good things to talk about here today. Mm. Missing the now, looking for the tomorrow is our resource. We'll say more about the resource in just a moment, but that really sums up what we're talking about. It really does at the end of the day because we want to absolutely kind of change the trajectory of focus uh, for a moment so that we don't miss what God is doing in the absolute moment of our life while we're looking for something else coming down the yeah. pipeline. I know I'm guilty of this, mm. and I think most of us are, aren't we? Yeah, I think because we we live in a culture and an environment, and I think particularly in the Western world, where we're always talking about what the big picture is for tomorrow and the next big thing that, you know, what we can do something bigger, we can sure. do something better, yeah. we can have something more. And there's something to be said in its proper perspective about that. But when we begin to understand who God is, because God is the God of right now, Mm -hmm. and God is the God of moments, and God is in every moment of our lives, and sometimes we overlook and miss the moment of God because we're so busy looking for something else later on down the line. That deserves more conversation. Mm -hmm. So let's have it on the program here today after we take care of a couple of things, including asking this week's question of the week. What are some daily miracles that you've once overlooked only to value later? Mm. What are some miracles, some daily miracles that you once overlooked only to value them later? Would you answer that question for us? You can do that by typing the answer online on our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Connect, and then the drop-down will give you a chance to answer. Type in your answer to the question. And uh, these questions and answers are so valuable to us. They are. And as we continue to uh, ask and receive and read, uh, they help us to frame thought, conversation, future shows. And so uh, with that being said, we have an answer to a previous question that Mm -hmm. was asked at one of our previous shows. Yeah, it comes to us from Grand Blank, Michigan. Yes, sir. It's close to my hometown, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good folks. Good people up there. So the question that was asked was, how has being a part of a community of people affected by cancer? or benefited you? And the answer is this. My dad passed away from cancer in 2007, and then in 2019, my brother-in-law, still in his 40s, was diagnosed with stage 3 colorectal cancer. I became his patient advocate and went to his appointments and hospital stays so my sister could stay with their two sons. For me, I had already faced terminal cancer with my dad, and yet I still needed to keep a positive attitude and outlook for not just my brother-in-law, but my entire family, including my mom. If it were not for being a part of a community of believers, including a special women's group at my church, I don't know how I could have put one foot in front of the other and not break down in front of my entire family. Mm. As a caregiver or patient advocate, 
I too needed an outlet. I will never forget in one of our meetings, the pastor's wife getting up and putting her arms around me after I broke down as she prayed for my brother-in-law's health and strength for myself. The power of prayer and the power of people made all the difference for me. As I write this, my brother-in-law's last two CT scans have been cleared. Amen and thanks be to God. What a wonderful response. And, and indeed, because as we understand the power of support, community, and what that means to us, it cannot be understated that the value of that is needed and necessary. Yeah. Thank you so much yeah. from Michigan. Well, see how we encourage each other when you take just a few moments to answer the question that we pose each week. So do that at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, we're going to talk about embracing the miracle of the moment with Percy here today. You have some scripture to back this up, and we'll be talking about several scripture passages, but where do we start? Well, we're going to start with a great passage of scripture that I think is going to really give us a a starting point with today's conversation. Found in Psalm, uh, the 77th chapter, verses 11 through 14. Psalm 77, 11 through 14, and it reads as follows. I will remember the deeds of the Lord... I will remember your miracles of long ago. I will consider all your works and meditate on all your mighty deeds. Verse 13, your ways, God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? And our operative verse for our conversation is found in verse 14. You are the God who performs miracles. You you display your power among the peoples. And today, we're going to frame the conversation around the miracles of God. But we're going to try to reset our thinking a little bit, Wayne, about how do we define miracles and where do we look for miracles. Okay. All right. If you are concerned that you or someone you love may have cancer, consider reaching out to Cancer Treatment Centers of America for personalized diagnostic services. Cancer Treatment Centers of America is a national oncology network of hospitals and outpatient care centers that treats the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact a member of the team with questions about your diagnostic and treatment options. The number is 866-712-HOPE, 866-712, and then the word HOPE, H-O-P-E. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy, it's been said that miracles happen every day, and they're all around us if we simply stop to take the time to look for them. Perhaps this could be the goal for any of us, including those on a cancer journey. Yeah, Wayne, I agree with you. And at the end of the day, obviously, what most cancer patients are aiming for, and I know this, is the miracle of surviving a cancer journey and looking to the future for longevity, and as they should. However, this is, in some cases, may not always be possible. And so having this as the singular focus may actually obstruct the ability for one to see the miracle of the moment Mm. versus the miracle of tomorrow. All right. So if we all believe that God performs miracles, perhaps we should revisit how and where we look for these miracles. I think one of the biggest challenges with your statement, and it's absolutely true, Wayne, is uh, looking for and seeing our miracles of the moment is addressing the pre-inscribed idea by many 
of associating miracles with the spectacular. Yeah, right. In other words, something that is big and, and gigantic and unbelievable. And, and there are certainly times that, that those types of things do happen. Sure. I've experienced that a time or two. Sure. But I can honestly say, Wayne, that that has not always been the norm. That has been typically the exception. Mm-hmm. And then when I reflect back on my life and look at the day-to-day, week-to-week, uh, week, month-to-month of what God has always been, because God is consistent. He says he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Well, God can't just be a miracle, uh, uh, be someone that's a miracle of something big that happens every <laughs> once in a while. What about the constant nature and dynamic and faithfulness? Great is thy faithfulness, O Lord. New mercies, I see the song says. Amen. So with that being said, uh, I think what's important for us is to kind of unpack this dynamic. As our spiritual nugget suggested, God performs miracles and displays his power among the people. So miracles are not necessarily spectacular, but in most cases are small and simple and therefore can be overlooked. Okay, let's dig in deeper. You're talking about several kinds of miracles. I am. And so the first uh, miracle, and I I gave a lot of prayer and thought to this as I was inspired by the Lord to kind of put this outline together. And the first thing that, that bubbled up out of my spirit was understanding and recognizing the miracle of having today. Right now. Right now. The next breath you're going to take. Yes, sir. Because in many cases, we're so busy looking at um, there, we forget about here. <laughs> uh, I preached a sermon many years ago called A Place Called There. Uh-huh. And the school of thought is that as soon as you get to a, to the place called there, there becomes here. Mm-hmm. And what happens for many of us, we're so busy looking for our next there, we forget about the here. And so, the well, I, th- I think there's a poem or a song yeah, or something there. <laughs> it's powerful when you sit and really think about yeah. it. You know, we live in this microwave generation, and you know, the next thing, everything is disposable. Yeah. You know, you use it one time, you throw move it away, on, and we right. move on. Yeah. But here's what the scripture tells us about the miracle of today, and that is experiencing and appreciating the here and now. Psalm 118, 23 and 24 tells us. This is the Lord's doing. Well, what is his doing? Well, let's keep reading. It is marvelous in our eyes, verse 24, that this is the day. Not yesterday was the day. Not tomorrow. Was. This is the day right here, right now, which the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Well, Pastor Percy, you're telling me that uh, the moment that I have, which may not be that great, may be a little challenging, uh, unfavorable, that this is the day that the Lord has made. Yes, according to the word of God, the day that we have, the moment that we have has been given to us by God, good or bad, that we have him in the midst of that circumstance, in the midst of that trial, in the midst of that situation, and that we then need to kick into the ability to rejoice and be glad in the moment that we have right now. Because when we have a moment and we leave that moment, we'll never experience that again, Mm -hmm. Wayne. It's gone forever. That's such a good thought. It's gone. We can't recoup that moment. So when we're so busy looking for tomorrow, we overlook the moment that we have right now. And there's something God is doing in our midst mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, around us with people that we know, our environment and our circumstance, but because we're so busy looking for the big, ta-da, the big spectacular moment tomorrow, we miss the miracle of the moment of today. That is very powerful. 
Powerful indeed. But does that mean then the the past is not important? Don't even think about it? No, not at all. Because one of the other great miracles of God is the miracle of having memories ah. of the past. I believe Robert Streisand sang the greatest song ever <laughs> in my life. Memories. <laughs> like the corners of my mind. And I don't have a Barbara Streisand voice, so I won't do her, I won't wreck this song. But when you hear that song, you feel the power of the ability to recall things that have taken place in our past. And mm-hmm. so it brings me to mind, quite frankly, of King David. Okay. Um, and King David, uh, there's a story, and we all know it. It's the story of, of David and Goliath, where David is confronted by the enemy, and David remembers past victories to some encourage to confront present challenges. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it again. David remembers and calls upon memories of past victories to summon courage to confront present challenges. Oh, okay. First Samuel 17, 34, we pick up in the middle of the story. David's a young shepherd boy. His father sends him into town. Goliath is in town one too many times, threatening and terrorizing the community. King Saul and the, uh, and the uh, chief of the army, they're standing there perplexed, not knowing what to do. David, 12, 13, 14, depending on who you listen to, rolls into town and says, what's going on, guys? And everybody is standing polarized, looking at the giant, not knowing what to do. And David asks an amazing question. He says, don't we have a cause here? So let's pick up in the middle of the story. First okay. Samuel 17, 34. And Saul said to David, uh, King Saul, thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth and he a man of war from his youth. Verse 34 is our operative verse and reading on. And David said unto Saul, thy servant kept his father. Now listen to David as he begins to call upon memories of the past. Mm-hmm. Okay. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion, and then there came a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. Verse 35, And I went out after him, and smote him, and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard, and smote him, and slew him. Verse 36, Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And so now then he transitions out of the memory of his past, into the moment right into of the, the now. now. Yeah. And he says, and this, and I love this, this uncircumcised Philistine. In other words, he does not have a covenant with God. This pagan. That's right. He he's not he doesn't have a relationship with God. I do. We do. We have this relationship, this covenant. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. When we have the ability to call upon memories of the past of what God has done for us, how he has blessed us, Wayne. I can remember when there were days that I couldn't afford to pay my rent. I can remember days when I didn't have enough money to do this or that or whatever the situation was. And I was able to call upon that. It strengthened me. It encouraged me. It lifted me. Uh, It strengthened me to be able to believe that whatever I was facing right here and right now, the same God that was with me yesterday is the same God that's with me today. (laughs) And so instead of looking for my big spectacular moment later on down the line tomorrow, I have the access of the same God that was with me yesterday right now in my present circumstance. Oh, boy. And every cancer patient, I promise you, needs to be able to draw upon where is God at with me right now? 
I got a bad diagnosis. I got a bad report. My chemotherapy doesn't appear to be working. Where is God at now in the moment in my life? And so the memory of the the miracle of a memory enables us to be able to draw upon strength that will help us in the present moment right here and now. Man, this is good. But it's not over. We've got more <laughs> uh, more to come from Pastor P here today and a free resource to boot. So if you'd like to go to our website right now, Missing the Now, Looking for the Tomorrow. Mm. Uh, is it basically the notes that we're talking through here today? It'll be basically the notes of this, and we'll add some other. When we when we write these resources, we tend to add a little bit more that we can't get into our, because sure. of the time limitations yeah, yeah. of the show, and we'll build some other content there. But it'll be basically the notes from from, from today's lesson. So I can legitimately so I can legitimately say wait there's more. There is more. <laughs> All right. There is more. The the free resource missing the now looking for the tomorrow. You can download it. Go to it right now, healthhopeandinspiration.com, and look for the free resource, Missing the Now, Looking for the Tomorrow. And while you're there, if you haven't done so already, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. That way you'll automatically be notified each week when the new episode is Mm -hmm. released. All right, we're talking about these miracles, the miracle of today, the now, the miracle of having memories of the past. What's next? The next one is important, the miracle of having self-awareness. Now, it sounds a little deceiving because it's self-awareness doesn't mean that you control and dictate it. It means that you have the ability to access it. Okay. So the power of knowing who you are in and to God. At the end of the day, there are some things that God has said about us. There are some things that God has made some determinations about us as his children. Sort of like uh, parents with their children. They've made some determinations about their children. <laughs> you know, my son's going to be a lawyer when he grows up. My son's <laughs> going to be a doctor. Now, now the son or the daughter has to get in agreement with that. <laughs> but at the end of the day, dad and mom has kind of figured this thing out. Well, yeah. God has already predetermined some things about us as his children. So here, listen to Psalm 8 and 4. And listen to King David talk. He says, when I behold your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, David is reflecting on the construction of the universe around him. He says, when I consider these things, which you have set in place, verse four is the operative word, uh, uh, the operative scripture. What is man? Or he could say, who am I that you are so mindful of him or me? or the son of man, that you care for him or for me. You made him or me, he's talking about us and himself, a little lower than the angels. You've crowned him with glory and honor. Well, David is speaking from a perspective of what God has already said about us, what God has already made a determination about us. And it's important, Wayne, that when we get into the world, my mom and my dad used to tell me all the time, before I turn you loose in the world, I have to make sure you understand who you are. Mm -hmm. I need you to first understand who you come from. I need you to understand your foundation and and your family tree and your history because when That's you great parenting. Yeah, absolutely because when you get into the real world somebody is always trying to tell you who you are. And if you don't know who you are and if you don't know where you're going, someone will always tell you. Oh yeah. So David is helping us to understand the miracle of having self-awareness. So what are some of the things that God has said about us that we need to become self-aware of? That we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Mm. That we are blessed, that we have been blessed with all spiritual blessings. Not going to be blessed, we have been blessed. We, we are the head and not the tail. See, there are things that we need to rehearse and that we need to make a determination that this is who I am based upon what God says about me. And though I may have cancer 
And though I may have a tough time, and though my journey may be difficult, it does not change the dynamic of who God says that I am. Now, I must make a determination or maintain some awareness of self predicated upon what God has said about me to choose to believe that. And that's a miracle, Wayne, because in your lowest and loneliest moment and hour, you're going to need something else that is residing on the inside of you based upon what is trying to put pressure on the outside of you. And so with that, today be reminded that the memory of self-awareness we possess and we do not have to have anyone's permission to tell us who we are and what we are to God. David said, what is man that you are so mindful of him that you've crowned him with glory and honor? You've been crowned with the glory and the honor of God no matter what type of cancer you are dealing with today. And let no one and let no thing tell you other than that you have the miracle of self-determination that you can choose to be that because God said so. I love how you're drawing scripture and parallels here to uh, this teaching. It really is very effective. (laughs) Hold the next thought for a moment. And let me remind everyone listening that if you've ever wanted to find answers to your cancer-related questions, you can do it with Cancer Center for Alexa. The Cancer Center for Alexa skill is a voice-activated question and answer tool empowering users to ask Alexa questions they may have about cancer or services available at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The skill can answer, this is amazing, over 800 questions Mm. on more than 40 different cancer types, symptoms, risk factors, and treatment options. So to access this tool, you or anyone you support can simply say, Alexa, enable Cancer Center on any Amazon device. You can also access this tool on any smartphone or smart tablet by downloading the Alexa app. The Cancer Center for Alexa skill. Check that out soon. Mm. And check out what we're talking about today here on the program. We're talking about miracles, missing the now, looking for the tomorrow, not just the spectacular miracles, Mm -hmm. but the everyday things Mm -hmm. that really uh, are provided by God to help us navigate life. That's Mm. so important. It is. All right. We've talked about the miracle of having today, the miracle of having memories of the past, the miracle of Mm self-awareness. But wait, there's more. (laughs) So... Now we're going to shift gears a little bit, and we're going to talk about the miracle of having self-determination. Hmm. Having the miracle of being self-aware is different than being than self-determination. The power of choice, choosing to be and choosing to have something that God says that we can have. So I've read this scripture before in other shows, and uh, it's just such a powerful scripture. Deuteronomy 30, 19 and 20 says, I call heaven. Now, this is God telling us something very powerful. He said, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you. In other words, God is saying, I told heaven and earth, I want them to open their ears and turn on the recorder. I want them to record what Mm. you're going to make a decision Mm. to do. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set, that I have set some things before you. And the things that God says that he has set before us is life and death, blessings and cursings. This is a multiple choice question. And then God gives us the answer because sometimes we get confused. That's the kind of test I always like. Yeah, yeah. Because we get deep and spiritual. And then God's like, let me just help you cut through all of that. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. Self-determination. We have the right and the privilege from God to self-determine, in theory, where we want to go, Mm -hmm. despite what anything else is saying to us or about us or around us. 
And that includes clinical care or opinions. Now, I want to be clear because we represent and we talk about so much about understanding and uh, accessing good clinical care. And, and, And I am an advocate of that and I believe that. But at the end of the day, you still possess the godly right to self-determine what it is that you choose to want to be and do. Now, I want to say this. Just because you choose to live and you die doesn't mean that you made a bad choice. I'm going to say it again. (laughs) I know someone's listening to me today, and I know that you're on the brink of dealing with uh, the dichotomy of, of the options that are set before you, things do not look hopeful, but you still possess the right and the privilege to say that I choose to live. And if that's nothing more for another five minutes, if that's nothing more for another two hours, if there's nothing more than another day, that's your right to choose that, and you have access to the ability to make that determination. It is going to be very difficult to kill a man or woman who refuses to die. Mm. It is going to be very, I didn't say impossible, Mm -hmm. but difficult to kill someone who refuses to die. Today, we tell cancer that I'm choosing to live today. We'll deal with tomorrow when tomorrow shows up, but today I'm choosing life because God said that he's recording. He's, He's asked heaven and earth to record against me today and that he said he has set before me, I can choose to be blessed or I can choose to be cursed. I can choose to be uh, to live or I can choose to die. And then he tells us which to pick. He says, I want you to choose life today because there's nothing more glorious. There's nothing more respectful than a man who dies, who chose to live. Mm -hmm. There's something to be said about the fact that that person went out with dignity and honor in that regard beautiful, isn't it? It's fantastic. And we put this in the context all the time of military service and wartime mm-hmm, scenarios. Mm-hmm. Sacrifice, Absolutely. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm willing to die for the service of my country, but I am choosing to go out with this disposition and this attitude that I live until there is no longer left in life in my body. And I choose life. And today, as cancer patients and caregivers of cancer patients, we uh, encourage you to choose life and to live it to its fullest and live every moment until there is not another. And when you've made the decision that you're no longer willing to do that, then that's your choice, but not someone else's. And that's a miracle to be able to do that. It's empowering. Let's not miss this today. Let's apply this to our life, whether we are on a cancer journey or not. It applies to all of life. All right, we've talked about all these important things, but there's one more point to be made. Yeah, it's an important one, and that is the miracle of having family. And it sounds basic and it sounds simple, and I really have given a lot of prayerful thought to this, and it's one of the things that actually is troublesome for our current age that we live in. Well, you talked to your own family about this very thing, didn't absolutely, you? Absolutely, absolutely, because there's something to be said about being connected to something and someone that gives you meaning, that gives you depth, substance, uh, history, etc., but also to give you courage and strength. So let me prove it to you. The power of being connected to loved ones. Genesis 2.18 helps to establish this in the very beginning yeah, of God's you're program. You're going all the way back there. To the very beginning, because if we really want to understand God's program, we have to go back to the beginning where he started. Not where God started, but where he started start. 
Because <laughs> God didn't start in the beginning. He started. The, he began the beginning. Okay. I, I, I think I know what you mean. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So this is where God started the program of what we call planet Earth and human beings and the human family. Genesis 2, verse 18. And the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. Mm. Very interesting word. I will make him a helpmeet for him. This is the beginning of the original family of God. The word alone is a compound word that is made up of three different words, and that is all in one. Really? So when we break this word apart, what God was saying to Adam, his original creation, it's not good that you be all in one. I need to give you something and someone that will aid and assist you that is going to help meet, that's uh, the word help meet, to help meet uh, things that you can't do alone by yourself. And this is why even for me, type A personality, Percy McRae, you know, I, I want to do it myself. I can do it. I don't need anyone's help. But there are times that I have to submit and humble myself because I can't do everything. And none of us can. We need the help and the assistance of others. And the first others in most people's lives from God's perspective was yep. our family. Right there in front of us. And that we draw strength one from another. We draw identity one from another. We draw a sense of purpose one from another. Again, we talk about great relationships of husbands and wives, and they talk about how they balance out each other, how they help each other to kind of uh, create a sense of focus and determination. God wants us to be connected to family, whether it's our natural family or others that become like family to us, that helps us not to depend only on ourselves. It's not good that man be all in one. I'm going to give him a help meet. I'm going mm-hmm. to give him someone that will help him to meet the needs of what it is that I've asked of him to do and to be. And that is a miracle. And one of the things that I believe that the enemy of our soul has done with our culture and our time is the destruction of oh, the family unit. Yeah. How many people have been damaged or, or, or battered around because of bad family scenarios or lack of good uh, family situations? I think about this all the time. I'm so grateful for the, for the relationship of my mom and my dad and the posterity and the self-image and the hope and the instruction and the sense of belonging that I received from them that at the end of the day, and both my mom and dad are getting a little older now, uh, but I carry them in my heart. I carry them everywhere that I go. When you hear me, like Jesus said, when you hear me, you hear the Father. When you see me, you see the Father. It's true. When you see and hear me, you see and hear my mom and dad. I carry them with them Beautiful. with me and everything that I am and everything that I've become is because of all that they've been to me and the connection that I have the miracle of having family wow We've been talking about these miracles of the moment. Maybe we're overlooking these things because they're not necessarily the spectacular moments in our life. So very helpful, so life-giving to think about this, Percy. Thank you. I'm going to come back to you for a final thought here in just a moment after I ask our listeners to do one thing. Go to our website, download the free resource, Missing the Now, Looking for the Tomorrow. Let me tell you, this will preach. I have no doubt you are going to preach this somewhere, right? I hope you are. Yes, sir. But uh, we, we got to preview it here today on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. So download the resource, Missing the Now, Looking for the Tomorrow at healthhopeandinspiration.com. All right, let's wrap this up. So we'll close with our text uh, and our spiritual nugget because it laid the foundation. Psalm 77, 11 through 14 says... 
I will remember. This is David. Remember who's writing, who's the writer here. This is the psalmist David, King David, the greatest king that Israel ever had. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. I will remember your miracles of long ago. I will consider all your works and meditate on your mighty deeds. Your ways, God, are holy, and what God is as great as our God. You are the God who performs miracles. You display your power among the peoples. Yes, for sure, Wayne, we all should have visions and dreams for hope-filled tomorrows. Yes. Paul said, forgetting about those things that are behind, I reach for those things that are ahead. But while en route to our tremendous tomorrows, if we live four or 40 more years, may we all stop to see and appreciate and embrace the godly miracles of our moments today. So powerful. Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. And this has been Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Take health and hope and inspiration with you as you go today and share it with others. May that be a miracle uh, that God works through you today. Missing the Now, Looking for the Tomorrows, our resource available at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And Percy, we'll see you next time. We certainly will. And the Lord willing and the creek don't rise. We've got work to do, so let's keep chopping the wood. God bless you. This has been Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, and Phoenix take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.